Well, welcome to another edition of Believe in the Bronx, the uh, pre-Thanksgiving uh, post-GM meetings edition. Uh, Pete Caldera, New York, Mike Stanton, obviously, in Houston. And, uh, you know, it's still the Aaron Judge season until it isn't anymore, Mike. And, and, <laughs> uh, the latest we got out of Brian Cashman before he went uh, to do his annual sleep out at the uh, Covenant House in Manhattan, which is a, a really terrific thing he does to promote and uh, awareness for youth homelessness and raise, raise a lot of money. Uh, when he talked baseball, he, he mentioned that the Yankees have a new offer out to Aaron Judge. Now, um, there's a lot of vagaries uh, within that because uh, yeah. the last offer they put forth that we knew about was uh, right before uh, opening day. And that was rejected to 13 and a half for uh, seven years. That was to begin in 2023. Uh, this new offer, you know, we don't know about the, uh, the money or the length, but I, I have to think that, uh, to get judge signed that that number has got to start with a three, um, just my opinion, my speculation, but, uh, I mean, that's about where he is after that historic MVP season. And of course he comes away with 28 out of 30 votes for the uh, first place, the MVP ballot. Well, you had a strong feeling that as soon as as soon as he turned down the last offer and bet on himself, and then the season he had, that yeah, the offer's got to go up. I mean, uh, it, it was pretty funny. I was talking to someone earlier today, and they said, "Well, what about just what about just making the same offer again? Like, you want to make sure he leaves? He just was he's American League MVP. Offer him the same thing." Right. Or, or even reduce it. Yeah, that no, it, it, it has gone up. It's probably gone up in years. It's probably gone up in AAV. Uh, and, but again, like you said, we're just speculating. Brian did not allude to what it is, but it is a substantial offer. This is something that the judge is going to have to really scratch his head about. The other thing we have to remember that we're still very early in this process. We're not even to the winter meetings yet which isn't for another couple of weeks. So, <clears throat> you know, this is uh, I understand Brian needs to get this done. He wants to get this done. He's got other fish to fry, but you know, it really starts with judge. And once they can get this done, if they get this done, then he can move on to what else, what other issues this team may or may not have. Right. You know, in his, in his post uh, MVP uh, press conference, judge did allude to the fact that, uh, you know, whatever team signs him, you know, he's got some some impetus to, to get it done, um, you know, earlier than yeah, sooner than later. Right. Yeah. But, you know, just so so his new team or the Yankees can can start to build their uh, their roster around him. Now, the Yankees already made that quick first strike uh, to sign Anthony Rizzo for for two years with, with a team option. Um, that's only a positive, I think, when it when it comes to uh, the fact that the judge could be back in the Bronx. You know, the other point about uh, the other positive thing that's happening is that they've kept the dialogue going and it's been positive. Um, you know, we, we spoke with Hal Steinbrenner earlier this week and, you know, he mentioned that, uh, you know, he was, he felt the need to be proactive to, to reach out to judge and sit down and have a one-on-one, -on -one, sure. which is pretty rare for, for Hal to do this with, with any kind of free agent. But then again, Aaron Judge is no average free agent. Uh, if you want him back, you have to tell him, in no uncertain terms, we want to keep you in pinstripes, and this is the plan we have when you come back. Yeah, and 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 I think the reason why he felt like he really needed to be proactive was because as soon as the World Series was over, actually it was during the post-game, you know, post-World Series show 
with Pedro Martinez. They were talking about how, well, they didn't do this right and they didn't do right. So there was already kind of a negative spin uh, on the whole Aaron Judge situation. And, you know, now that you throw out there that there's other teams involved and, you know, you, one thing you want to make sure when you're when you're going after a free agent, especially your own free agent, you want to make sure they know that they're wanted that they, you know, we want you back. You know, you are an integral part of this team, of this organization, of this city, of this community. And you want to make sure that they know that. And, you know, that's one of the, you know, this is a, the, the Yankees are notorious for letting their, their, you know, marquee players get to free agency and then turn around and bring them back. You know, George did it. Uh, George Steinberger did it all the time. You know, so there and there's always once you get once they get out there, once they're in the market, there's always that chance that they could go somewhere else. The Yankees have to sign Aaron Judge. They have to do everything they possibly can to sign him because this team is a shell of what it what it was last year without Aaron Judge moving forward in 2023. So I like the idea that everybody wants to get this done quickly. When you're talking about a contract of this size, that doesn't usually happen all that often. But hey, if both sides are willing to, you know, butt up to the table and get, you know, really get down to brass tacks, then you can get it done. So we'll have to wait and see what this is going to do. And, you know, there's there is some risk to this, you know. Uh, a lot of times what you see from a from a uh, position player or a player, you get called up to the big leagues, you struggle. Then you make your adjustments. Now you become, you know, through the, 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 you know, your, your best years. After that, you start going, reverting back to what you were at the beginning. So we know that if this, even if it was a seven year deal, the last couple seasons may be tough. If it's a longer deal, obviously that's going to, you know, the last several seasons may have, uh, may have issues, but it's what you got to get done to get the player now because without Aaron Judge, this team just isn't going to be very competitive. Well, you said that the uh, the plan B, whatever that would be, is going to be so much worse than uh, oh yeah you know, than than what the team would be if they if you know just get Judge signed. I mean, I'm, I'm old enough to remember when uh, when Robinson Cano uh, you mm -hmm. know left the Yankees via free agency, and everyone thought this was going to be a slam dunk. He'll resign. Uh, with the Yankees, they wanted him. Uh, seemed like he wanted them. And when Seattle made that, you know, blow you out of the uh, water offer, yeah. which he took, the Yankees' plan B was was to go take that savings and 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 put it invested in Jacoby Ellsbury. So mm -hmm. uh, that uh, an example of the the plan B is uh, didn't quite is, work is, out right. Yeah, not very. <laughs> yeah, you, you want to stick with Plan A, and uh, you know it would seem like you know as we discussed before the uh, you know both sides still you know, seem to want each other, uh, you know, mm -hmm. obviously judge has put himself in the position of Brian Cashman said that, you know, listen, he's, he's earned the right to, to go shop himself to, to 29 sure. other clubs. Now, what other clubs could match or exceed the Yankees offer? We're talking probably about a handful of them. And, and, yeah. you know, the San Francisco giants are, you would assume atop that list. And there are other inherent things that uh, might attract judge from Northern California to the giants. But, uh, and we we we're still kind of in the early part of this horse race here. We really don't know. Um, we, we know we would assume the Yankees have a neck in front because they're his team, and they right. have the offer out there. That uh, right now, whatever that offer is, uh, Paige Odell and, and Judge's team are, are are either shopping that around or, or trying to find a way to to beat that offer. 
and then probably come back to the Yankees and say, can, can you meet this or top this? Um, but we're still very early in this horse race. And as you said, and a judge alluded to too, that, uh, you know, things might not heat up until we get to the winter meetings in San Diego in the first week. Right, of right. And that's usually when the free agent market really starts heating up is when you get everybody in one spot. And luckily we do have winter meetings this year. Um, you know, here's the other thing. It, it does sound like that this has been a substantial offer from Brian Cashman and the Yankees. We know that the, the Yankees also, they have a certain way of doing things. And I know this from experience. They did it to me not once, but twice that they don't, excuse me. They don't like the, 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 the free agents to actually use the Yankees in negotiating with someone else. So we haven't heard of any timeline and they're not going to do that. They don't want to push judge like that. But a lot of times there were timelines put on their top offer. You know, because they want to make sure that you don't go to the other teams and try to negotiate, you know, negotiate up uh, to, to beat the Yankee offer. I don't think that's the case right here, but it does seem like there is some urgency from Brian Cashman and the Yankees to get this done. And I think that this offer that was made just the way Brian spoke and a lot of times, you know, it's kind of like listening to politicians, you can't really listen to exactly the words they say. You got to kind of try and read in between the lines. And knowing Brian as well as we do, I I feel like this was a, you know, could, you know, at least we're in the ballpark of getting this deal done just by him um alluding to how big this this offer could possibly be. Right. You know, the, another thing that uh, Hal Steinbrenner and, and Brian Cashman discussed this week too was uh, the fact that and, and Hal just came out and said that he anticipated that uh, Oswald Peraza and Anthony Volpe would be in the middle of the Yankees uh, infield. I didn't give an exact time on that. Uh, yeah. You know, it sounded like soon, sooner rather than later. Um, Peraza, as we know, is is going to be in the mix, if not the the, the leading candidate to be the opening day shortstop. Um, Volpe's situation, um, he's going to compete in spring training, but he's only played uh, a handful of AAA games they may want to, uh, you know, extend uh, his his development into part of 2023, but a lot of this has to do with what Brian Cashman can do uh, on the trade front with his infielders. And mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, reading between the lines, as you said, there's no question that Glaber Torres is going to be a, a subject of trade talk again. Sure, already um, is. Yeah, you know, already is right now. Um, they would, I think, if you injected truth serum into into them, they they would dearly love to move Josh Donaldson and and that $26 million anchor off third base uh, uh, right now and, and sort of free up, uh, you know, that infield for the possibility of putting Volpe at, at second base, perhaps at some mm-hmm. time next year. Um, Cabrera, who you saw, uh, uh, you know, had a, a very effective month and a half who could play anywhere. And uh, you still, there's still some question, but a need to put DJ LeMahieu probably at third base next year. But, uh, you know, Mike, this, the last time we, we spoke with, Cashman, they still really have no clarity on on this on this right foot issue with with Lemayhu. They're going to uh, go the conservative route for the next six weeks, and if it doesn't resolve itself, then uh, they're looking at surgery. They still don't know what type of surgery because it's a, it's a delicate issue with the the, the right big toe and the right second toe uh, ligament mm-hmm. damage right now. Um, 
there's a possibility that LeMahieu, uh, if he has to go the surgery route, might not be ready for opening day. So you've got all that stuff in the mix right now with, with a bit of an unsettled infield. But the only thing we really do know is Rizzo's back at first base and right. uh, Baraz is going to have a, a real big role on this team in 2023 and perhaps Volpe uh, along the lines uh, maybe by the All-Star break. Yeah, and we've discussed it before. They need DJ LeMahieu. You also have to remember Andrew Benintendi is a free agent. I think they would like to bring him back. They need more contact in that lineup. Uh, you know, the recent rumors I've heard, even as early as today, is the Seattle Mariners would really like to to work out a trade with the Yankees for Glaber Torres to put them in the lineup that they're building out there. So, uh, you know, there's a lot going on and it's, it's kind of crazy. We don't usually have action like this. We don't have rumors like this really until the winter meetings start. So it's, uh, this Jerry could be... wants to make another trade before the, the winter meetings. <laughs> yeah. Is that crazy? Not Jerry. Jerry hates to make trades. My oh. gosh. Uh, so yeah, there's, there's just a lot of balls in the air right now for the Yankees and Brian Cashman, but you know, the, the first, you can't really figure out, you know, what uh, one of the plan B's may be if judge doesn't, it. even if the judge does, you know, could you venture into the shortstop market? There's, you know, there's, you know, in particular four, but even more very good shortstops that are out there. I mean, that could be an option if, if judge isn't, they aren't, aren't able to figure out the contract situation with judge. So we'll just have to wait and see. It's, 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 a t it's tough because, you know, really judge in a way kind of holding the Yankees, you know, kind of holding them hostage a little bit because they can't really figure out what the rest of their, their budget's going to be, what the rest of this roster is going to be until they know if judge is actually going to come back and play in the Bronx. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably put the, the trade Turner, Carlos Correa, uh, if they're playing on those guys, would, would be part of that plan B if, if, if Judge yeah. uh, won off the board. But yeah, here, it's Correa, Correa, Turner, Xander Bogarts, uh, Dansby Swanson One. are the four big ones. Right. And, um, you know, and, and maybe, you know, that those – one of those players would be in consideration as a third baseman for the Yankees. But I think that that, that kind of expenditure, Mike, I think we're, we're – and this is just reading the tea leaves here would only be in play if, uh, if the judge contract uh, went, uh, if judge went, went elsewhere, because I would anticipate that the, you know, the Yankees would want to put, you know, all their eggs in, in that, in that big basket. And right. uh, you wonder how much they, they would really have left to spend uh, on a, on a big expenditure. Um, you know, we, cause those are, you're talking in, in excess of a hundred million dollars, obviously for, for any of those contracts, um, mm -hmm. they, they still want to play on, on some pitching. Uh, I mean, if they're, if they're in the Carlos Rodon uh, discussions, you, you're talking about another hundred million. That's uh, that yeah. might be, might be realistic either, but uh, uh, you know, based on the parameters of whatever their budget is uh, beyond judge, but uh, you know, they're, they're still in the relief market. I, I think an Andrew Chafin would, would be a, a good mm -hmm. get. Uh, I think they could use another left-hander in, in that pen. Uh, they also have some some depth within their own uh, organization. Whether they you know they they see uh, a Clark Schmidt as as a long term starter or reliever, he could do either. Uh, they've got Herman in the in the number five spot, but I think they you know they'll they'll look to upgrade uh, you know that the back of the end of that rotation because they still have at least some health question marks going into the season, perhaps with a Frankie Montas. So uh, you know you know chalk that up to you, you you can never have enough pitching kind of thing, right. but uh, 
I think this is right. You're, you're, you're fixated on, on getting judge done, but you can't sacrifice the other needs you have on your roster. Well, this is why general managers don't really sleep at this time of year is because you can't do things just one at a time. You know, you have to have, you have multiple negotiations going on. You're having meetings every day. You're, you're trying to get new ideas in what direction do you want your organization to go in. Um, and you got to have a plan A, B, C, D. I mean, keep going on down through the alphabet because, uh, you know, you, you just don't know what's going to happen. Uh, it, it just seems to be happening a little bit earlier this year, but you can you can see Brian Cashman's got his work cut out for him this year because they've got, you know, this is a good team, you know. Yes, they made it to the ALCS, but this is a, a flawed team, and you know Brian and and the Yankee fans are really getting Yankee fans in particular are really getting kind of irritated. We heard the reaction to even Judge at the end of the ALCS uh, with the Boo Birds showing up. Um, they want another World Series championship. It's been a long time, and Yankee fans are not used to waiting this long. So, you know, they have uh, there's some pressure on Brian and the Yankees to get some things done and make this team better for 23. Yeah, and you know they've they've there are so many other factors too the you know that, that kind of link them to to having to have Judge here. I mean they mm-hmm. they have a they have they have a yes network that depending on. Uh, programming that needs star power. And, and there was sure. no better star power last year than, you know, watching the ratings soar as, as Judge, you know, marched towards uh, Roger Maris's home run record. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that, you know, you look look out of the press box and, and you're going to see half the stands filled with number 99 jerseys. Right. Uh, you know, it's it's marketing, it's branding, it's it's television ratings, it's it's so much more than um, you know than than just the the wins and losses on the field that that go towards the Yankee bottom line and saying that, and and which was which goes back to Judge making that that wager on his own performance and mm-hmm. uh, betting he was better than a thirty and a half million dollar annual average salary, wanted wanted in the neighborhood of, of thirty six at the time, and now what are you looking at here, Mike? Thirty eight. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I mean, he could, if you get, if you get a couple teams now, listen, you, you said it earlier in this podcast that, you know, you said maybe a handful of teams. I think that's stretching it. I think there's two or three teams that have a, a real opportunity here. Um, you know, one of them may be the Dodgers, you know, the Dodgers have just taken a lot of money off their books. They just non-tendered Cody Bellinger, you know, that was good. That's $18 million right there. You know, there's some other contracts that came off the book. So the Dodgers have some wiggle room. Now, Andrew Friedman isn't a guy that they brought in to, you know, to go to the top of the free agent market all the time. But, you know, the Dodgers are another team, you know, in this long run, they've won one World Series. That's it. You know, they, you know, they are and, and you know, Clayton Kershaw getting older, they brought him back. But, you know, there's a lot of things that are going on there that, you know, they don't want to be the Buffalo Bills. They don't want to be the the uh, uh, the Denver Broncos. You know, have a have a great run, but only when Atlanta Braves did the same thing. Fourteen, you know, fourteen straight divisional tires titles and one World Series. So there's some pressure in L.A. also. So there's only a couple teams that can that can kind of swim in this pool that is Aaron Judge. But I still think that. You know, especially with everything being positive the way it is, I think Brian Cashman gets it done. Uh, I would, 
I would bet on that too. I, I, right. If you had to make a wager on it, that uh, that you'd still think that the Yankees have uh, more inherently going for them in, in this race uh, than the other teams. And, uh, you know, the fact that they're, you know, I, I watched Brian Cashman take a, 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 a text message from Aaron Judge after uh, Judge won the MVP, you know, Cash like dashed off a, a congratulatory uh, right. text and, and got one back. And, in about 20 minutes after Judge was done with his press conference, so you know they're 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 keeping it cordial. They're keeping the lines of communication open. I mean, can't read into anything more than that than uh, the fact that uh, at least they're talking, and right. um, and that's a good thing. Yeah, it, it really is, and and hopefully this is sooner than later. But you know, I'll even take it one step further. You said how important it is, you know, to have 99 the jerseys and everything. I think it's important for the whole industry. You know, uh, I think I think having Aaron Judge in New York, um, the season he had, you know, really the face of the franchise. There's not anybody else that you could really uh, that you could really put your finger on. He's homegrown. There's just so many things that uh, that Aaron Judge makes sense in New York. So, like I said, I think they get it done, and then Brian Cashman can move on to some of the other issues and have a better idea of what his budget's going to look like going forward. Yes, even the New York Yankees have a budget. <laughs> yeah, no, and Hal was very vague about that budget. He said, basically said uh, it, it'll be dictated by uh, uh, what he has to pay for Judge uh, right. right now. So that's the the budget there is 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 getting Judge done, and then. I guess they'll figure everything out else uh, out around it, but uh, you know, right. There are areas that they can pare down payroll lift. I mean, if they, if they somehow get some of Donaldson's money off the books, uh, you know, Glaber Torres would be looking at a, a, about a $10 million contract. If, if, if he were, uh, you know, as arbitration eligible, if, if right. he were to come back to the Yankees. So that that's money you can, you can take off the books too. Um, fortunately for the Yankees in, in a lot of other areas, you know uh, the the Nestor Cortezes and uh, and, and uh, you know Harrison Bader's already locked up. I mean they they have pieces in place that uh, are not expensive pieces that that right. can help them. But as you mentioned too, uh, you know Benintendi is on their list. They've uh, you know that that's gonna that's gonna take four years and probably over forty million dollars to to get a guy like that back in the fold if if, if you do that. So you know there are other areas that they need that uh, you know it's it's gonna cost them you know Rizzo type money. Uh, to get these pieces back yeah. in place. So, and I uh, think Benintendi, I, Benintendi needs to happen with or without Judge. Either way, um, you know, they need that contact in that lineup. That's a, that was a big problem. The, you know, the three true outcomes that this team was kind of designed around, you know, you got to have somebody to get on base. You can't just hit home run, you know, solo home runs and expect to win a whole bunch of baseball games. Absolutely. Well, uh, well, that I'm, I'm hoping you have a, a very happy Thanksgiving. At, at you do home. the same. Uh, Everyone out there have a, a happy, safe Thanksgiving. I know there's a, uh, there's a, there's a lot of bad weather up there in the Northeast, especially in the Buffalo area as we speak right now. The crazy amounts of snow, and my gosh, we're not even to Thanksgiving yet. Who knows what December and January and February have in store? Just, cold. just making me. Uh, uh, um, Wish that the winter meetings in San Diego were here uh, sooner than later, but they yeah, will right. be in December, December <laughs> right around the corner. Yep, exactly. We'll be in San Diego, but we'll uh, we'll be talking right before then, and uh, for another edition of Believe in the Bronx, Mike. Happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving.